everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for tuning in to our probably our three-month anniversary of the uh, scam-demic, the plandemic, the pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And uh, those of you that have been with me know that what I said three months ago is turning out to be very true that your immune system uh, is your body's natural vaccine. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. I'd like to take this time to say that Dr. Ron and the staff of Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored stand in solidarity and mourning with the family of George Floyd to honor his memory and grieve his senseless, hateful, brutal murder at the hands of Minneapolis police officers. I can't even imagine the family loss Our hearts go out to you. We'll be alongside of you. We will demand justice with you. And we stand for individuals, families, and communities of all colors. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I also want to have a shout out to all our frontline workers, our, our firemen, our, our EMTs, our nurses, our doctors <clears throat> that 
are out there every day fighting this virus. And you know that I've been hard on, on Tony Fauci and the CDC. Why haven't the CDC controlled prevention? And why haven't they lost all credibility? Any individual or institution that had been so often wrong would have lost public trust long ago. Well, we know media sources lack credibility. Journalists are not regarded as particularly trustworthy in any poll. They generally start with a, 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 an endpoint and then make a story about it. They start with the conclusion. One third of the country is showing signs of clinical anxiety or depression. One third due to the severity of lockdown measures imposed by governors. More than 40 million workers are now unemployed. It's estimated that half of cancer patients and 80% of brain surgery patients have seen delays in crucial appointments. Schools remain closed. Impeding educational opportunities and hindering the return to work of many parents. So out of the Washington Examiner <clears throat> comes as this article that Nobel excuse me <clears throat> Nobel laureate Michael Levitt noted that the lockdowns have caused damage, social damage, domestic abuse, divorces, alcoholism, and they've been extreme. And then you have those who were not treated for other conditions. He added that the real virus was the panic virus for reasons that were not clear. He says, I think the leaders panicked and then the people panicked. And if you remember three months ago, I told you, turn off the television. Do not let fear ruin your immune system. Now, the federal government did not mandate policies to combat the coronavirus outbreak. The CDC, together with career bureaucrats, including Tony Fauci and Deborah Bick, Burks, the, the scarf doctor, they influenced the direction of the policies of state and local jurisdictions. It resulted in draconian guidelines and hysterical warnings. In early March, Fauci and Bricks told Burks, I guess her name is, told President Trump more than 2 million people would die in the United States if he didn't take extraordinary measures. What has the CBC, CDC been right about? And what have they been wrong about? They've been wrong about the models. We'll talk more about that again. They've been wrong about the lockdowns. They have been wrong about the distance the particles travel in the air. They've been wrong about the transmission of the virus from asymptomatic individuals. They've been wrong about the spread of the virus on services. They've been wrong about the infection fatality rate, IFR. We talked about that last week. They've been wrong about the dangers of the virus in children and young adults. They've been wrong about the use of face masks. More about that in a minute. They've been wrong in their inability to protect individuals 
in long-term care facilities. They've been wrong in the way they've counted COVID-19 deaths. They've been wrong in how they classify COVID-19 cases. I would need three more hours, and I would get hoarse telling you everything they've been wrong about. Of course, the, the bureaucrats surrounding Trump included Fauci, Burks, and Robert Redfield. And they've all been together for years. Deep staters. The governors and mayors who enacted the CDC policies of this group destroyed constitutional protections and failed to enact rational recommendations to protect the most vulnerable. Those in the nursing homes. You saw what happened in New York. And some of these constitutional freedoms may never be reclaimed. They're lost. Many small business owners will never get their businesses back. How about parents have lost college funds that they've been saving for? And how about their retirement accounts? And they want to extend this into the fall? We can't really afford many more days of this. We have to and can protect the most vulnerable. We know we must pay special attention to residents and workers at long-term care facilities. Let's direct our, our attention to them and protect them. We now know relying on the CDC is not necessarily a safe bet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to restore our freedom and Representative Andy Biggs out of Arizona's 5th Congressional District contributed to some of these thoughts. Okay, so that's that. So, to mask or not to mask? I guess that's the question. Think about this. No studies have been done to demonstrate that either a cloth mask or an N95 mask has any effect on transmission of COVID-19. Did you you understand that? In fact, a published article in the Annals of Internal Medicine on April 1 indicated that, quote, both surgical and cotton masks seem to be ineffective in preventing dissemination of SARS-CoV-2 from the cause of patients with COVID-19. Number two. In February of 2020, there was an analysis, a meta-analysis of six randomized controlled studies, 9,171 patients. There were N-O, no statistically significant differences in preventing influenza or viral infections using the N95 respirators and surgical masks. In May, it's May 2020, a study involving 159 healthcare workers aged 21 to 35 years years old found that 81% of them developed headaches from wearing the face mask. A 2008 study of surgical masks worn by 53 surgeons, the researchers there found that the masks reduced blood oxygen levels significantly, creating a condition known as hypoxia. 
And what did we talk about last week? Hypoxia damage to the cells of the body from this, from the COVID, from the coronavirus. So the virus already depletes the oxygen in the body, just like sucking on carbon monoxide from an exhaust pipe. So you're wearing a mask and reducing it even further. I'll let, uh, you know, think about it and see if you think it makes any sense. Another study from 2015 in, uh, indicated that hypoxia inhibits T lymphocytes. What are T lymphocytes? They're immune cells used to fight viral infections. Hypoxia, low oxygen, promotes inflammation. And what happens when people get it, get into the intensive care unit? They get into a hyperinflammation cytokine storm. Hypoxia, low oxygen from wearing masks, promotes inflammation and can promote the growth and invasion and spread of cancers. It's also a risk factor. I mean, you know what? I mean, you only can live a few minutes without oxygen. You can live without water, or vitamin D, whatever. Can't live without oxygen. If anybody has access to a label on surgical masks, it states clearly on the label this product will not provide any protection against COVID 19, in parentheses, coronavirus, or other viruses or contaminants. Those who wear masks are constantly rebreathing the viruses, raising the concentration of the viruses in the lungs and nasal passages. So you exhale these viruses, they can't escape. They're going to concentrate in your nasal passages. They can travel to your brain. And we talked about the ACE2 receptors. They're in your nose. They're in your back of your throat. They're in your lungs. That's where the virus gets into the cell. Tony Fauci, you know him, when he was on 60 Minutes, he said, people shouldn't be walking around wearing masks. The World Health Organization says there's no need for healthy people to wear face masks. They only recommend healthy people wear masks when taking care of someone infected. Even our Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, advised against wearing masks in the public. Because he said, quote, not proven to be effective. And lastly, but not least, number 12 reason about masks. The CDC now recommends wearing masks, but they also admit they do not have data to confirm that wearing a mask reduces the risk of contracting or spreading COVID-19. I said last week, wearing a mask is like putting up a cyclone fence in your property to keep the mosquitoes and flies out. Another author said, wearing a mask is like installing a screen door in a submarine. It's been called a PSYOP faux security measure. It's not about protection. It's a case study in groupthink. Groupthink. Are they trying to control us, ladies and gentlemen? And we've seen what happened. You know, they interview, uh, President Trump has a, a conference. They interview him with the masks on. As soon as the conference is over, the cameras keep rolling. The president is going. They all take off the masks.
Think about it, though. There's a virus going around, right? There's no doubt there's a virus. And what is the worst place it attacks is the respiratory system and respiratory failure. And why would you want to put a mask on that limits the oxygen flowing through your respiratory system? Why would you want to suppress your immune system for healthy people? Constantly breathing exhaled carbon dioxide waste. And then why would you want to, the people that don't wear masks now are attacked and insulted. So a lot of research went into this by Dr. Russell Blaylock and uh, Roman Bestraniak. Uh, helpful in getting those 12 points about wearing a mask. And remember I said there, were, there is an article just recently. Okay. New England Journal of Medicine is recently published. The summer, some of this article is that the truth about mask wearing, see, the new article published in the New England Journal of Medicine points out the truth about mask wearing and that the main, if not only, benefit of masks is that it eases anxiety of some people, which JAMA, Journal of the American Medical Association, points out may not be strictly logical. So if you're in an area and everybody's wearing it and you don't care to get into any kind of altercation, you know, put your mask on. If you if you don't want to wear a mask, don't go to, you know, and it's insisted upon. You don't have to shop at those places. So not to beat this up, beat this up anymore because we did talk about it last week, but ladies and gentlemen, it's definitely your decision whether or not you want to wear a mask. And it's probably not going to do any good unless you're a healthcare worker, worker caring for uh, COVID-19 patients. I mean, you're not hearing this, are you? And you're not hearing this either. That the CDC just came out with a report that should be earth-shattering. It should be on every channel. For the first time, the CDC has attempted to offer a real estimate of the overall death rate for COVID-19. And under its most likely scenario, the number is 0.26%. The number for flu is 0.1%. This is 0.16% higher. And we shut down the whole country. Remember when they originally said it was 3.4%? And we we were all panicked. The lockdown started. And it probably will go lower before this is all over. So what is going on? I have no idea. I could only speculate. We know the serological test that just came out by, from the CDC. They're wrong 50% of the time. You want to go get your antibodies checked? Go ahead. But it doesn't mean anything. 
why do they want us to have live in so much fear? Why is it we want to be in so much fear? The life expectancy of millions of us is being shortened because it's a horrifying impact on the world economy. It threatens the existence of all kinds of people. The consequences on medical care, I mean, we don't even know yet. They're profound. You know, services to patients in need are reduced. Operations are canceled. Practice is empty. Hospital personnel is dwindling. Some hospitals are laying off people because there's no one to treat. Some hospitals are going bankrupt. We spent 600 some million dollars on field hospitals. I think we treated eight patients. So are we self-destructing? Is this collective suicide based on nothing but a spook? So I've, I've said from the beginning, our reaction to this COVID is gravely exaggerated. It's definitely there, but we and we need to wash our hands. We need to take precautions. We need to take care of our elderly. Deadly to elderly people with pre-existing conditions. But virtually harmless to everybody else. And when it's all over, the fatality rate will probably be similar to the seasonal flu. And are we going to have a second wave? Yeah, we might. With all the testing being done, the numbers are going to look bad. But you know, you hear anything about the seasonal flu? Seems to have been cleared up by COVID. Now it seems the rioters have uh, gotten rid of all the lockdowns and, and, and social distancing doesn't exist anymore. And you won't believe it if I told you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. There are no statistics and studies about this social distancing distance. You know, these stay-at-home orders, really, for most people, except our vulnerable population, have been a disaster because what? You don't get outside, and what don't you do? You're not out in the sun. You don't have vitamin D. And vitamin D, it turns out, is correlated with the amount of COVID deaths. The higher your your vitamin D level, the less chances you're going to get COVID. The CDC on its on its website provides no links to any peer-reviewed social distancing studies that boot, that that gives us any guidance. Quote, the alarming reality is that social distancing never has been tested on a massive scale in the mo- in this modern age. Its current formula was conceived during George W. Bush's administration and met with much deserved skepticism. People then could not believe that the strategy would be effective or even feasible. A scientist spoke up at that time to the New York Times and he said, a high school science project? No, I'm not joking. Added more weight to the concept. It's a new experiment, not settled science. And Julie Kelly, a writer, says that this experiment 
will be near the top of, of the list of bad experiments gone horribly wrong. So you don't get outside, you don't get vitamin D. Think about that. I'm really concerned with all the fears and suicide and paranoia that's going on and how we're, they want us to, at some point, they're going to have contact tracing and they want you just to uh, rat on your neighbors, who's, who's out, who's in, who traveled, who didn't travel, who's coughing, who's not coughing. And it brings me back that you cannot forget history, and that's how Nazi Germany started. Hitler got the Jews to, to uh, rat on one another, to, to tell on them. COVID-19, Certificate of Vaccination ID, C-O-V-I-D, Certificate of Vaccination ID. And they are starting, starting that they're getting serious about IDing us. They want to ID us with these chips so we can't travel. We can't go for go shopping. We can't get on an airplane or a train. We have to have a chip in us. We really have to think about everything that they're telling us to do and why they're doing it. Why do they want to chip us all? Why do they want to control the whole world? And who wants to control the whole world? We really need to critically think about all of this. And we're all connected, ladies and gentlemen. We're all systems, and all those systems are interact with other systems. We're not individuals. They're like, you know, like, like my practice of medicine. You know, you, we have a pulmonologist, a cardiologist, a diabetologist, an endocrinologist, an adrenologist. Uh, I mean, just fractionating, and one doesn't know what the other is doing, and yet, you know, our whole body acts, has to act as a system. So maybe the new normal will be something good. Maybe. Will we get back to being kind to one another? And you know, the world is full of kind people. And I I will tell you, if you can't find one, just be one. Okay. Is that going to be the new normal? Is the new normal going to be a psychological operative to get us to wear masks, not trust people, not look for, for facial expressions. France already starting programs to do facial recognition with masks on. Why is that? All right. I don't want to go on too long, but I would do want to report uh, something that was came out a few days ago. The title is German official leaks report denouncing Corona as, quote, a global false alarm. Germany's federal government and mainstream media are engaged in damage control because of this report. Here are some of the key passages. The dangerousness of COVID-19 was overestimated. Probably at no point did the danger posed by the new virus go beyond the normal level. People who die from corona are essentially those who would statistically die this year anyway because they had reached the end of their lives and their weakened bodies could no longer cope with everyday stresses. 
including the more than 150 viruses currently in circulation and the more than 300 million already in our system. I added that. Worldwide, within a quarter of a year, there have been no more than 250,000 deaths from COVID-19 compared to 1.5 million deaths during the influenza wave of last year. And it goes on and on and on, but it gets worse. Because of the consequences of what, what, what was put in place about this virus. More people are dying because of state-imposed corona measures than are being killed by the virus. The German health is postponing life-saving surgery and delaying or reducing treatment for non-corona patients. It's a 93-page report, Analysis of the Crisis Management, and, and it was drafted by scientists and leaked. They turned whistleblowers, and the one whistleblower that leaked it to the media was Stephen Cohn. They stated that therapeutic and preventative measures should never bring more harm than illness itself. The therapeutic measures should aim to protect the risk groups without endangering the availability of medical care and the health of the whole population, as it unfortunately is occurring. As of today, the German government had not reacted. Okay. They're probably going to this this fellow is probably going to be found dead. They're going to just have him disgrace and call him uh, you know put tinfoil on him. So the Germans have been uh, demonstrating against the lockdown. They've been questioning the entire corona narrative and even more its principles, especially Bill Gates, who now is the highest donor to WHO since the United States dropped out. And we could go on and on with that, but, you know, people are getting, are are not dumb. They're looking at the numbers. They're looking at the numbers. They're knowing that Neil Ferguson was a a bum. His predictions were all wrong. I mean, I got a model for my program, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. It says I'm going to hit 6 million people next week with the people listening to me. I, I like that. So maybe my model is right. Ferguson said 2.2 million Americans would die. Hello? He wanted to keep us locked down for a year or 18 months. Ferguson, remember that name. His model was based on borderline ridiculous assumptions. And there's a there's a Dr. Butterworth from Canada that talked about IPOTA, inverted 
pyramidal proliferation of theoretical assumptions. In other words, if you build all your assumptions on the on the uh, angle of the pyramid that's facing the ground and not on a base for a pyramid, it all falls apart. And that's what that's what uh, Ferguson did. Fatality rate, everything was wrong, and all based on false assumptions. And everything was going into a flattened curve even before we shut everything down. The lockdown was already already starting. When they when they updated the modeling, that's what it showed. But nobody could change course for some reason. They were they were afraid. I mean, I could I I have documented here with with. Burks and Fauci have said about deaths, you know, went from 200 to 300,000, you know, April 8th, 60,000. One was too many, but, you know, people are going to die anyway, ladies and gentlemen. And Ferguson had a horrible track record, horrible. And we could go into that another time, don't need to, but his mathematical models are a coding disaster, according to a lot of people. And, you know, did we really save millions of lives? And, you know, I don't think so. When you really look at the real numbers. Because the overblown models were never true to start with, so we, we, were, we were thrown off course. And as I said, in most countries, the infections peaked before the lockdowns were imposed. And what did we do to everybody? And we could go through country by country, but I'm not going to bore you with that. But there there are good statistics, even for Spain, who exceeded their mortality expectations by four weeks, though. They were already starting to flatten. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, take, believe what you want, uh, but according to uh, Dr. Witkowski and the doctors from the Ben-Gurion Institute in Israel, this, this virus ran its normal course. Regardless of the interventions that were taken, regardless of FAR's law, FAR showed that epidemics rise and fall on roughly a bell-shaped curve. What goes up must come down. That's basically what William Farr said. Okay? He was an epidemiologist. There are other epidemiologists now that are saying the same thing, and they want to know why we're ignoring Farr's law. Oh, my gosh. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I read all this stuff, and it, it's just mind-boggling. Why why, why aren't the Fauci's and, and Scarf Doctor and so forth reading this stuff? Dr. Witkowski said, you know, this, 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 this virus had a 70-day range, and then it would start falling off, and he, he's been right. Professor Ben Israel, you know, I mean, he's been right all the time. He said, certainly a full, complete lockdown reduces the spread of the virus. However, as, the, as his data show, the rate of infection went down even in countries that did not enforce a full shutdown. 
So with an include, the evidence reveals that the corona disease declines even without a complete lockdown. It is recommendable to reverse the current policy and remove the lockdown. Professor Ben Israel from Israel. So almost everything we did, it probably would have, everything would have been okay anyway. It, but we had to take care of our vulnerable. And we had to continue. We had to wash our hands. Okay, we we that was really important. But everything else. So what else do we want to hear, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I, I have so much stuff, and I really wanted to bring up again about shower heads. You know, shower head bacteria are linked to lung infection prevalence. And how many of us clean our shower heads or wash our shower heads. You know, with a dirty shower head with hot water, bacteria go into our lungs and we get sick. I want to bring you this stuff because it's, it's really important, our day-to-day life. So let's do our social distancing on a voluntary basis. We shouldn't gather you know, more than 50 people, just like they did in Sweden. Masks should be optional. You know, if, if it makes you feel good and you don't want to Get people around you upset. You know, Sweden is a case history in this. Maybe we'll talk about that someday. COVID did not kill millions of people, ladies and gentlemen, but the corona panic probably will. Okay. The, the, the amount of suicides that are going up, the amount of people that are not getting the medical care that they need, the un employment rate and how that's associated with disease and suicide and the death of, of, of despair that you get with economic crashes. Economic crashes and unemployment and poverty literally kill people. A lot of people. And there's numbers to, to back that up from a lot of mental health numbers. And a lot of hotline calls. So we have a mental health issue. Nobody's talking about it. How about domestic violence? Going up like mad. Child abuse. God, you lock people inside their house. They're getting no vitamin D. They have no... It's not, I'm not saying it's right, but it's happening. And sorry to say, I think poor countries are going to be hit the hardest. But they can't, they can't afford health care as it is. There's a report in the journal Lancet that more than 1 million children under 5 and 60,000 more mothers could die in the next six months alone as a result of disruptions to the health services caused by the pandemic in low- and middle-income countries. Why aren't we helping them? Postponing elective surgeries, postponing cancer treatments. Heart attack rates are going up. But you know what? They're not going to the hospital and they're dying. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a heart condition and you're not feeling well, seek attention. Let's try and get these lit, our politicians to lift these lockdowns. Minimize your consumption of MSN, mainstream media. 
Go outside. Focus on bettering your health. Go for a walk. It has a two a point two six percent rate. That means ninety nine percent in round numbers. Do well with it. It's a mild respiratory virus for those the elderly and, and elderly with morbidity. And we definitely take precautions when we visit elderly people or people who are at risk. In those situations, I put your mask on. Okay. Other than that, like I said, I gave you a lot of reasons why not wear a mask, but that might be one that I should. Didn't save millions of lives, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fabrication. But we don't want deaths out of despair and this falling economy. And that's probably the second wave. And I didn't even get into how electromagnetic fields are affecting this. But, you know, electro, they, they do have a part. We've talked about it. And by the time the vaccine comes out, the virus will have run its two-year course. And if some people get the vaccine, they'll, they'll, they'll claim it was a vaccine victory, right? And there has not been, since the history of the coronavirus, a successful vaccine. They look good in the lab. But then uh, when they expose these ferrets to the wild vaccine, the wild virus itself, they all would die. Never effective in humans. We talked about this last week, too. Protect our risk groups. I think we learned a lot about ventilators. We should continue to learn. Masks are a side effect of the corona panic and whatever they're trying to uh, psychologically intimidate us. We probably should get around when this is all over to uh, investigating WHO and CDC and Gates and Fauci and the rest of them. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope I didn't bore you too much, but this is a lot going on, a lot going on uh, here today. Uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in a group of physicians. Uh, we meet regularly on Zoom. Uh, we, we share current medical topics. And, uh, and, you know, I didn't even get in. I was just looking at a note I have here about masks. You know, you really shouldn't touch the front of your mask. You know, you get all your germs from your hands on it, and then it breathe, you breathe it in. They really shouldn't touch it. There's one guy that said, well, if it keeps you from touching your face, you're okay. But not a real good reason to wear a mask. But if you do wear it, let me let me just bring this note up to you. Do not touch the front of the mask, but untie it from behind. And you should clean it or get rid of it or use colloidal silver to spray on it. Okay? okay that's what we do at our house. We spray colloidal silver on everything. We use ozone. We'll talk more about that next week. You know, you can't live without oxygen and ozone. Uh, been around for a long time, used in Europe all the time. So we'll talk about ozone. Talk about colloidal silver. So inexpensive. You can buy a colloidal silver generator. You know, we've had uh, Phil Safer from Alexa, E-L-I-X-A, on this program. I get nothing but from it. Don't think I do. 
but you know, uh, what what a what an antibacterial, antiviral. It, it's just an incredible, cheap product, and yet uh, you can't really talk about it because YouTube will cut you off, Facebook will cut you off because it's not made physical companies. So, do I? I don't care if you wear a mask, but if it makes you feel safer, go ahead and wear. Remember, this virus can get in your ears, too. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope I didn't bore you. I hope I brought you information, uh, medical news that you can use. I'm planning a program with uh, uh, Pollock on water. We've been doing it for months, but because of this uh, upset in our scheduling, uh, we've been able to get together. I'm also picking up a show on peptides. What are peptides? You know, acid. Very popular in Europe. There's lots of clinics popping up in the United States. There's peptides for arthritis, for erectile dysfunction, for uh, female issues, for male issues, for longevity, for anti-aging. And we're, we're, we're getting together a program for that's uh, going to be entitled Peptides. I'll let you know about that. We're probably going to start using another platform called Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Uh, I would ask you if you have time to download their, their app, either on Android or uh, uh, Apple. Okay, but I probably would be switching over there because uh, they have uh, a lot more to offer. But I'll let you know next week when I make that decision. But if I do, it would mean uh, that you would have to download the Spreaker app. And then eventually I'll have a Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored app that will tie right into that. Okay. It's been a pleasure. An absolute pleasure. And remember, if you can't find a kind person, be one. And also, if you're in Naples or in, and you want to talk to Naples area or in the United States, you want to talk to a, a physician who's well-versed in functional medicine, that can help you detoxify and help you get rid of inflammation, you want to call Dr. Ron Repesit, my son. Uh, he is a certified functional medicine physician. He's also a chiropractic neurologist. He's been in practice for a lot of years. And he does telemedicine uh, for anybody all over the United States. And then if you're in Florida, he has two locations to relieve your inflammation. He does cold therapy with whole, whole body cryotherapy to reduce inflammation, alleviate pain, and boost your metabolism. He has red light walls that uh, flood your body with 650 nanometers of red light and infrared light to, to invigorate your mitochondria and increase your circulation and get you detoxified. And in his office, he uses a body balance technique get those muscles limbered up. And lots of plastic surgery devices like the cavi lipo to sculpture some parts of your body that you don't like. So how do you reach them? Well, rejuvenationsfl.com is one of his websites. Rejuvenations, plural, floridafl.com or 239, area code 658-COOL, C-O-O-L, 239-658-COOL. Or you could just Google Dr. Ron. So uh, that's it, ladies and 
God bless. Have a great week. And next week, if you have any questions about today's episode, get them next week, and we'll uh, start our, our, our programs uh, for your general health subjects like the bacteria about using different products to keep your immune system and kick kicking butt because that's where all, all it all is. I've said that from the beginning. I get straight in line because there's some information about that. Vitamin D is going to be critical conversation this week. I'm going to talk about sunscreens because there are some, you know, everybody has sunscreens. Now that we're in Florida, now to get out on the beach, but there's some that are quite toxic and can cause skin cancer. Of course, the dermatologists love that. You know, I guess I golf with a lot of guys that you know, everyone has a different dermatologist and who's getting most therapy and who's getting this therapy. Well, we'll talk about sunscreens next week and which ones are non-carcinogenic. Okay. Well, I'm going to have Freddie uh, take us home. Remember, you can get us on Alexa. Just say Alexa, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. We're on Pandora. We're on Waze Radio or Waze GPS. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. It's the man he got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.